The opinions expressed on the Geek Show podcast are those of the panelists only. They do not reflect the views of Simmons Media Group, the Deseret News, or Comcast. And welcome to the uh, new and improved basement. It's beautiful. I think it's the same basement. Oh, it's the same no, basement. I just move things it's around. It's totally different. I got confused. I See, just move things around. Fucking red shit over there. <laughs> yeah. Always. It's confusing. Yeah. It's harder for me to not and scream Sparta. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is that color. Look, it's Edward. I mean, Cedric Diggory. Sorry. Uh, anyway, so uh, welcome to the uh, GeekShowPodcast.com. Yay! Let's, let's introduce uh, everyone here, first of all. Zach Shutt, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! The uh, second best-looking member of, of the group. He's first. I'm, I'm not Carrie, saying. I'm so not sweet. saying. I'm not saying. I don't <laughs> no favorites. I'm just... You know, the Scott. Minute Geek Show calendar really was a, <laughs> the man, it was it not a hit. I really like the shot of, of Mr. Pierce on that bearskin rug. Yes. <laughs> well, that was like crashed it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Zach has the has the text club that sometimes he does. Uh, text the word geek to five thirty three eighteen. Ever since you got a girlfriend, man, you just not. Hey, I sent what priorities? What have I missed? Oh. So much. Everything's gone so fucking much. crazy. Yeah. When you're his age, you know, six weeks is like a lifetime. Oh, sure, exactly. Zach's got a girlfriend. Uh, Vice. Vice has a girlfriend. Got, has a girlfriend. He even introduced me to his girlfriend. Oh, I've got, I guess I got news too. Yeah. Oh well, okay. Well, oh. we'll, we'll come we'll around. Wait, we'll come around. Yeah. Scott Pierce. Hey, TV critic, Deseret News. Good to be back. Good to have you back. Nice that we have good weather. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that happened. Uh, no smashed cars. Uh, let's see. It's uh, wh- What's his email address, Joe? Uh, don't bother me at desnews.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was get off my lawn at I desnews.com. I think it's actually it's leave me the hell alone at desnews.com. <laughs> but you can see his stuff at uh, deseretnews.com. And if you TV. email me, I might possibly reply. He might go, why does my TV have a keyboard hooked to it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. How does this work? Well, look, when I type on the t- on the typewriter, the words appear. Oh, my God. I this must be God. Best <laughs> video game ever. I call it Typestar. And uh, <laughs> also, uh, Shannon Barnes and Mild Card. Oh, how's it going? Hey, Shannon. <laughs> what? I don't know. I, don't I, think know. He's la- I think he's laughing at that magazine. No, I'm laughing at the thought of being a Mild Card. Uh, mild okay. Card. What up, bitches? Please. <laughs> That was cool. That was cool. Mm. <laughs> See, it's eat, money in the bank. Eat more Wonder Bread. <laughs> Just a bread. I don't want to chew the ham. <laughs> the ham is cholesterol filled. Oh, okay. Actually, actually me... I figured it out. Hmm. The table gets gradually less Eori as it goes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let's head to the less Eori. Eori? Is and... that postum done? Caffeine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes me so angry. Would someone get Mr. Barnes and shawl? Please? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Geek Show logo on and it. And I, believe, I believe he needs his muff and not the muff he's accustomed it's geek to. Shawl. Mm, geek Shawl. Geek Shawl. Oh, no, no, no. Geek Shawl podcast. It, it's his Betty White oh. Snuggie he's missing. That's right. Oh, Betty. Uh, Lee George Cade. Betty Cade. Uh, how you doing? I'm Artist, quiet. entrepreneur. Animator, banker. Does it all. Baker, yeah. And uh, your website, uh, bfsminis.com. I officially nuked the old site yesterday. And, you know, the Grimleys, you mean? No, 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 no. no. no the Grim, the Grimley Min- site's going fine. Oh, okay. The BFS well, Minis site's going fine. No. The BFS Minis, uh, I killed it. Killed it? Yeah. All right, so your website is? Grimleys.com. Grimleys.com. Yeah. Two Zach M's. knows how much fun it is to destroy oh, a website. That's great. It's fun. <laughs> you just push a button, and it goes away. It's like on that TV typewriter thing you've got going, Scott. What the hell are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Jeff Weiss, film, yeah. film critic, Deseret News. Pierce at Desnews.com. Oh, shucks. <laughs> how, you send, how you send email to almost heard a potty word. both of them. <laughs> Jeff at Desnews.com, Viceroy at MediocreShow.com. Very good. And Marcus, returning Hi. champion. Hi. From the from the road yeah, now to the basement. It's been, a, well, it's been, a, been, busy. It's been a busy month. And... Uh, that's uh, that's what I've been busy with. Whoa! Yeah. I can't see that part. That is everyone my, see that? That is my unborn child. <laughs> that is that is progeny? I, yes. I How did you get that in there? Yes, wow. it's in my iPhone. It's an iBaby. Um, no, I found out. <laughs> There's an app for that. No, I found out that uh, on Thanksgiving that uh, me and Danielle are expecting our first oh, child. Oh, congratulations. In July. Um, 
It's due, the ba- the baby is due the week after Comic Con, so I <laughs> I'm I'm gonna tell her to hold that thing in because if she pops while I'm in a panel for uh, Captain America, tough shit. Yes, <laughs> I have my priorities straight. Exactly. Ooh, you know now I'm feeling kind of shitty for unlocking Marcus in the Geek Show game on PS3 last night. Because he's <laughs> gonna did? have that attitude. I don't know if I want to. Oh, I'm kidding. You know I may not be able to make Comic Con. That'll that'll make us very yeah. sad. Yeah. Well, you know what? I th- we're, we're working on it because we talked about uh, a booth. Well, you know, t- we're working on and it. And you selling uh, some DVDs? Because the thing is, San Diego's not that far from Utah. That's I true. can catch a plane. About yeah. a booth. I, really? I could drive you down there. Hmm? In the Jetta. <laughs> we might not Jetta. make it. I'll, you know what? I'll probably fly. So not a bad idea. Yeah. Clearly, uh, Marcus needs uh, your cash, so buy his DVDs. Yeah, well, actually, just just coming. Uh, we're working on a new one. We've, we pitched, uh, pitched something in the Comedy Central we're seeing. Um, but... Just, I'll be back in Salt Lake, uh, actually in a couple of weeks, in at the West Valley Wise Guys doing. I think it's the fifteenth. Yeah, give us the dates. Fifteenth and sixteenth uh, of January. Oh. The Wise Guys in West Valley. And, well, and, see, by the time the baby comes along, I will be half a hundred, so I could be honorary grandpa. Yeah. I'm really glad you're playing Wise Guys and not the Chuckle Hut. Yeah, the, the Chuckle Bucket. Mm. Uh, is that what? Yeah, it's the Chuckle Bucket. But no, it's it, yeah. I mean, so that's what I've been doing. I've been I've been dealing with uh, the the first ten weeks of pregnancy. And this is your first, yeah. as far as you know. As, well, no, because I'm my daughter who's. 16. Oh, that's right. That's right. But this is the first time, like, uh, you know, I'm doing this from the from a hands-on perspective. Yeah, it's so really bizarre. It's really it only strange. gets better, bro. Yeah. You learn so many things you never wanted to know in your entire life, and you will spend a lifetime trying to forget. Trying to forget. There's some things you can't unsee. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'm I'm happy in my ignorance. There you go. Uh, we're not, uh, <laughs> learning these. We've made a deal that I get to I, I get to stay on the upper side of the sheet. Oh, and that'll work. I don't want to see what happens. I was I was uh, in the water tank with my daughter and my my wife when my daughter was born. We did a water birth, and it was really cool. God, you're weird. Really messy. I've got to imagine it's kind of like that viral video shot from underneath the polar bear thing, where the polar bear is just shitting into the water <laughs> and that, it's just filling the water. I imagine I that's what a water birth is like. Is that is that were you like on the commune? No, that's that's like the big thing. We went with a midwife. We the doctor was a fucking dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Is it a boy or a girl, Doc? <laughs> you, you are paw. You are paw. Thank you for making a Day of the Dolphin reference. I was going to say, did I they win. try to recruit her to like bomb ships? Or uh, water, water birth actually takes all of the pressure off of the mother while she's giving well, birth. Well, I don't care. So you're, you weigh next to nothing, and you just kind of float there, it's and the contractions don't, you know. It just kind of happens. Just and the bleh. other part is it's an interesting is you're not in a huge hurry to cut the umbilical cord because the baby uh, doesn't necessarily need to be cut right away. She makes sure the baby's Oh, my healthy. God, this has taken an it's, unusual Just direction. let it sit and marinate for three or four yeah. hours. And when it was done, the doctor flew up into the air and said, so long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> Actually, our Yay, Hitchhiker's Guide reference. Stupid flounders. Our, our doctor was Dr. Killinger. <laughs> while we're down I thought at, it was George C. Scott. While we were down at this end of the table, yes. uh, I would like uh, Jeff and Marcus to uh, have a little discussion. Uh-huh. Uh, first of all, Jeff needs to back away from the microphone because I feel like I should be paying three ninety five for the first minute for this call. <laughs> <laughs> He's very um, the first one's always free. That was that was our host, Carrie Jackson. Yeah. Oh, hi, how you doing? Yes. I, I, I've been told I don't introduce myself, and I need to do that. So, hi, Carrie, how you doing? X ninety six. Can I introduce you? Please. Oh, that'll be my ta- my task. Would you do that? That I'll have a function here. So it won't. I will. It will not happen when you are not here. Oh dear. Uh, anyway, so well, I want to talk about your website. Uh, x96.com? No, naughtyhotcarry.com. Twenty nine oh. ninety five a month, and you can watch Carrie get drunk and wake up in different places. It's it's uh, worth every penny. It is. Uh, my wife is the only subscriber. She would like to know. <laughs> and, and and I recorded an audio commentary. It's just me breathing heavy. <laughs> So uh, I, wa- you, I, want, I want you two to have a discussion. Because, oh, is, this like, uh, is this a rehash of our Where the Wild Things Are? Well, it's going to come back to that. <laughs> okay. Oh, because, um, Marcus, you hated Where the Wild Things Are. Yes, and it made, it was, With a passion. It, it made my number one biggest disappointing film of the year. And wow. uh, now Jeff has put out his top ten list. Uh-huh. So have I. It's right here next to me. And, uh, as well as my top 100 films of the decade. Wow. Yeah, yes. I, I became prepared. Yes, and, 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 wow. I'll, and we'll argue about that later because I still maintain it's not the end of the decade. It's not, but oh well. Fucking oh, math nerd. I knew it. Uh, anyway, so the millennium <laughs> didn't start till 2001. <laughs> it didn't. So that's right. So where the wild things are is on Jeff's top ten. No, it's on my top twenty. So it didn't even crack your top ten. Oh, okay. After our fervent argument. Um, but, but Avatar. Top 20. Mm-hmm. Avatar is, I believe, on your 
Yes. Uh, top ten? Yes. It is. So go at it, you two. Avatar-ed? Uh, Avatar-ed the movie? Avatar, Jeff, no likey. Uh, I, no, 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 oh, okay, no. Okay, all right. No. That's let's, an unfair characterization. And I, and I printed out your column about that. Yes, yes. Uh, which, you, which you may read at DeseretNews.com, which starts with the paragraph, for the record, I didn't hate Avatar. In fact, when I reviewed the film December 17th, I gave it a two-and-a-half-star rating, which is at least a slight endorsement. In fact, I praised the movie for its innovative use of motion capture technology, virtual backgrounds, computer-generated characters and vehicles, and other digital trickery, which I said made it a feast for the eyes. So that is that's, but that's your contention with the movie is that it's uh, it, it's visually beautiful, visually amazing, I thematically, mean, story-wise, dialogue, performance-wise, flat and way too long. Mm, mm, that's that's uh, not sitting well. Well, it's not that it's not sitting well. This is this is how I I say this. To me, and I, I will, I'll defend this, is that I, I put Avatar IMAX 3D mm-hmm. as my number one film of the year. Now, if, I've see, if I had seen it without 3D or in a standard film, I probably would have been farther down the list. I think that the film in and of itself is a stunning achievement. It is amazing to look at. Mm-hmm. It was not, oh, stuff's coming at me. It made me feel like I was immersed immersive. in the world. Yeah. Yes. Now... So that's the way you should see it. Ex- yes, and I've told people that. Right. I expected nothing. I was one of those people, and I think any time a movie comes out, it was kind of like what happens with Watchmen. Everybody's like, oh, it's the biggest thing ever, and it's a, we're so married to this idea. And then everybody kept saying, Avatar's going to change the world, it's going to change special effects, the biggest thing. You know what? I went in and said, okay, let's just, from a neutral standpoint, see what it is. And I connected. For the first time, I thought, <laughs> I thought that Natiri, the mm-hmm. character played by Zoe Saldani, was incredible. And I thought that there was I, – I liked this story. I felt I, – I, I actually – I was angered in parts. I was, I, was, I was very emotionally connected to these characters, and it shocked me. That was the thing that was so amazing is it shocked me. I've seen it three times waiting to find something that I just went, oh, that's what it was. Like with, with, with what Cameron did with Titanic, mm-hmm. where every time he wanted you to feel something about the people in the water, he would sh- – or about Rose and Jack – is it was that his name, Jack? The yes. Capri- he would show you a mother frozen with her baby in the water, and then an old folks dying with the water sweeping in, or a mother tucking her kids in as the boat sinks, and then he'd show you the story. This movie, the story was there, and I, as much as there was the just the the, the non sequitur flying sequences or these other things, I thought that it was great. Now, I will say this: that I, it's interesting to me that the two movies that fought for my top ten were both films that showed me flaws in our culture through the eyes of Alien Encounters, and that was Avatar and District 9. Mm-hmm. And ha- if, if you take away the IMAX 3D from Avatar, District 9 takes my number one film of the year. But I do, I do feel that in IMAX 3D, it is, it's, the story holds up to me. I was emotionally connected to it, and I felt that it is a stunning achievement in film. And for that reason alone, that is why I gave it that. Emotionally connected. What say you, Jeff Weiss? I was bored to tears, and I would say this. If a film has to be shown in IMAX 3D... To make your top ten list, that makes it a gimmick. Also, I would say this. What I find, also from my column, what I find particularly funny is how forgiving movie audiences, particularly science fiction and fantasy aficionados, can be when bad storytelling is accompanied by visual splendor. What I like to call bells and whistles. I fell fell asleep in the trailer. The excruciating (laughs) dialogue and unconvincing (laughs) romance subplot in Avatar, as well as its wooden leading man, could have come directly from the recent Transformers sequel. Ooh. Also, which, which was the number one grossing Ooh. film in not just the United States, but like the yes. world. And was on my most sure. disappointing films of the yes. year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, the excruciating dialogue and unconvincing romance subplot in Avatar, as well as its wooden leading man, could have come directly from George Lucas's heavily criticized Star Wars prequels as well. Boy, he manages to get everybody in there, doesn't he? Wow. And Those while I'm I really honestly And while I'm at it, the excruciating dialogue and unconvincing romance in Avatar, as well as its wooden leading men, could have been torn directly from the Twilight movies. Oh, mm. dear, oh, Jeff. Jeff. Oh, he's just bitch-slapping God. left and right, isn't he? Why don't you throw Howard I, the Duck in there, too? Honestly, though, I think that any film, I don't care what it is. Sam year, Worthington sucks balls, by it, the way. I think any film, if you wanted to hate Star Trek, you probably could have. But then I would be angry with yeah, you. Yeah, I'd be a douchebag named but, Vince Horiuchi. But see, that's <laughs> see, anybody can find reason to say so anything. I remember, I remember the night we went and saw Watchmen, and you got pissed because Sean Means had found fault in one little aspect of the film. Oh, that was the, the dumbest. Film. That was the dumbest. Uh, and you yeah. know what? It was. It was stupid. However, yeah. if a movie like Avatar, mm-hmm. okay, was not, I don't think, made 
so that we can, you know, for, for any other reason than to be something that I think James Cameron want to go see. See what I can do. Oh, yeah. Well, no. See a, what I can see do. See what I can do. <laughs> see this. And to me, the fact that I walked out and that, that within 20, 20 minutes of being in that movie, I forgot that the thing, that what I was watching wasn't real. I connected. And, and I think that's, I think that it's like, it's like anything. It's like your favorite song, your favorite book, your favorite mm-hmm. movie of all time. You either connect with it or you don't. It's your personal yep. connection. And, and that's what it is. And to me, I connected with those characters. And it, basically, everybody's saying, well, it dances with Smurfs. Well, blah, blah, blah. No, it was that's wrong. But it was dances with Fern Gully. Well, it was. I mean, that's, we, uh, my, uh, my wife said the same thing next to me. She said, it's kind of like Fern Gully. And I said, mm-hmm. it, well, it is. It's a story about, the, it, you know, and James Cameron has made no apologies about it being a green film, a film that was anti-war, a film that was anti, uh, you know, and I thought that to, to take all the things that we've been going through in the last eight years uh, in this country, uh, even before that, with 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 the wars and 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 the, the the environment, and to make a film that was that that focused on those things while being unbelievably mind blowing, and and uh, and allowing me to to really have a one hell of a good time in the movie theater, was epic. But Jeff connected with the characters in Where the Wild Things Are. Yep. Right, exactly. And I and I didn't. I'm kind of reminded. I was of... bored as shit in that movie. So that's that's. I mean, we can all agree with that. Well, let's go down to your top tens then. Let's take a look at okay. them. Okay. Uh, because I also have uh, Entertainment Weekly's top tens here. By and... the way, Owen Gleiberman's full of shit. Well, yeah. Can I can I bring something up? Real and quick? I have Quentin Tarantino's top ten. Yeah. Oh, Be- before before we throw off this this particular subject, I guess, I should I throw one together? Because I think I saw exactly ten movies. Would you Would you like to throw one together? <laughs> I remember uh, reading Roger Ebert's review of Phantom Menace in 2009, and and he was not kind to the story at all, but he said uh, basically the same thing that that Jeff brought up that a lot of people are bringing up, um, that the innovation in itself Mm -hmm. was significant, and and that's that's what I hear everybody saying about Avatar. Well, Well, I'll say this for the technology. They will be using the technology established in Avatar for the next 10, maybe 15 years, and my God, I cannot wait to see what Andrew Stanton does with that technology for the John Carter of oh, Mars yeah. movie. Yes, yes, yes. Well, and I, that's going to be and, delicious. You know, and I think that also says a lot for a film when it can change the way we. I mean, it can in, in like The Matrix. I mean, The Matrix in and of itself was not, you know, an epic storytelling film, and we saw what it did with. Unless the you listen to the Wachowski brothers, right? But then we see the see what they did with the sequels, and they you know, yes. But so, dear God, James did, Cameron, did, did, learn from the Wachowskis. Yeah, walk if you away. Are, yes, walk away. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got two well, more see, sequels planned. I, I Avatar, gotta say, so. with, the reason I don't care to see Avatar is I've never been with like even when, when it's with comic books. I don't care how good the art is in a comic if the, mm-hmm. if the writing isn't yeah. something I like. I, I'm not going to read it. Exactly. And it's the same thing. Like, and I'm not doing this uh, to uh, to get it swing, but. That's the reason I didn't like the uh, the prequels that much uh, is because it was just it was shiny and I just didn't feel any connection to the story, and I love it when some something could do both like the uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, movie, which which by the way was on the so top of visually my amazing, top so well done, and you know and that was old school look. technology. Yeah, too. So. All right, let's go to your top tens, Jeff. Let's start with yours. Yes, I cheated. There are three movies tied for number one. What the hell? You make your own rules, man. He's got a yes. top 12. Don't let the man Fantas- tell you how to Fantastic do it. Mr. Fox, The Princess and the Frog, and Up, which all represent very different sides of animation. Fantastic Mr. Fox is stop-motion animation. Uh, Princess and the Frog is old-school cell 2D animation, and Up, of course, is <laughs> CGI animation. And really good. All of them <laughs> trio movies that demonstrate the tremendous variety and quality of animation, as well as real creativity and smarts. All right, so what's next? The Hurt Locker, a film that not a lot of people saw, but when you see it, is it is unforgettable. It is unrelentingly bleak and tense. And when they pop open that locker and John Hurt's in there, you're like, what the fuck? I man? know. And he says... <laughs> I never saw that coming. I, and, and I never and, saw that coming. And when he pops out, he says... This is an EM Forster. This is the last look, look month that up of online. my life. Unrelentingly bleak and <laughs> horrible. Uh, number five was The Cove. Uh, the Dolphin uh, yes. documentary. Which, I, which Lee tur- George Cade and his wife and children were in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and unfortunately, we're not credited in. Oh, uh, number six, 500 Days of Summer. You just, you just I, put that on there because of the female lead. No. Uh, actually, Joey Gordon-Levitt <laughs> is better than she is in that movie. Impossible. Uh, number seven, Star Trek. Fuck you, Vince Moriucci. Yep. 
I said that, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, well, he he picked on me last time. I'll let him pick on you this time. Oh, good. He can, he can have me. like a newspaper. He's war. such an unpleasant person, at least lately. <laughs> wow. Uh, number eight, Up in the Air, which I really think is a film Uh-oh. for a, a film for these uncertain times. You know, it's making a lot of people's top ten lists, and I, I talked to a person yesterday who said it wasn't that great. It's got hmm. the clown in it, man. It's got the clown. Clooney alone makes it good. Today, yeah. Anyway, and, go ahead. And I also cheated again at number ten. Drag Me to Hell and Zombieland tied at, top thirteen. At the, Jeff Scott. Yeah. Which one movie? Drag Me to Zombieland. Yeah. I. <laughs> like, I watched two films, as I said in in, in the story. Two films that prove that the horror genre can be both fun and funny if the films are done correctly. I think um, the panel all pretty much agrees on that list. Marcus? Um, let me clarify my list by saying there are certain movies I haven't seen yet that would probably make my list. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, Marcus, seen, you got to. I, I, well, I'm waiting for I'll – I'll, at this point, I'll, I mean, I'll just wait for the Blu-ray. Blu-ray. But I want to see it. Oh, God, it will look so but beautiful. Yeah. I haven't seen Big Big Fan or A Serious Man. I haven't seen Hurt Locker. I haven't seen Bronson. I haven't seen The Lovely Bones. Um, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen 500 Days of Summer, although I own it, and I'm, I bought it, and I'm just sitting in my house. So, if you love Hollow Notes, there's one parts that will make you really. Oh, I love Hollow Notes. I do love Hollow Notes. Um, I will say this: t- typically, for me, uh-huh. the top 10 list has been films that I really felt were going to win Best Picture. Films, you know, you look back over, and I look back mm-hmm. over my top 10. I found movies like, you know, you go back and you remember great films like. Uh, American Beauty or, or Gangs of New York or The Departed and these big stunning films. This year was a lot of popcorn movies for me. It was a fun year of movies for me. Okay? All right, go ahead. So, um, and again, like I said, Avatar, IMAX 3D, only because of what the achievement mm-hmm. it is. However, you take away the IMAX, and I put District 9 as my as my top yeah. film of the year. It was a, yeah. it was a good choice. I would put that up there in my top. Good choice. Like five, and I just rewatched it, and that Charlotte Copley is He's, amazing. Yeah, he was totally – that's – what I'm saying is like I totally connect with that character the, visually, like I, the 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 visuals serve the story in that I yeah. felt like instead of were the, the, the they weren't story, story. Were the, exactly yeah. and his performance is so awesome for it's a guy just, who's never acted a day in his life yeah. it's amazing. here's here's the stunning thing I've been watching I watched all the special features on that film every alien in that movie was played by the same guy yeah Jeez. he he motion captured every performance and most of that film's dialogue was uh, improv. They literally just had ideas, and they would mm-hmm. go in different directions. It was, See, I haven't I, seen the movie. Is I, that kind of like that that Charlie and the Chocolate Tears? That all the little things were the same. Guy? No, 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 dude, no. you have to see this movie. It's, no, it's so he good. Played, he he motion captured all of the performances, so you'll see that. It's Num- the most sympathetic dickhead you'll ever see in a movie. Yeah. By, by the way, next to be seen in the A Team movie. Yeah, he's gonna he's play, play Mad Murdock. Murdoch. Murdoch is rad. Have you seen that promo picture? Mm, yeah, with, uh, with him. Liam Neeson. Okay. Anyway, go anyway, ahead. number three uh, for me, uh, Bastards, Inglorious Bastards. I See, and it. I haven't seen that. I loved Inglorious Bastards. I watched it again on DVD twice or on Blu-ray twice, and it holds up. Uh, number four, I'm going to throw Star Trek in there because mm-hmm. it, it made me it made you happy. It made me go from it made me go from wars oh. to Trek. I was going to say Says you were never you were never a huge Star Trek fan, and this movie. So, I mean, I knew enough about the the mythos of it that I knew all the inside jokes. And, and stuff you're in now. Have you have you popped the uh, Special features disc in on the Blu-ray. Yet? I've watched every special feature on that thing. It, it took me about nine and a half hours. But I know I, I put it, it on it last there's, night around there's eleven the o'clock. Right there. Yeah, yeah that's what I was talking um, about. Sure the there. Number five for me, and one that has not made anybody's top ten list that I've seen, uh-huh. it was Watchmen. I, you remember what I felt about Watchmen? I still like, love it. I watched the director's um, cut recently. Well, guess who just finally watched it? And and I loved it. I, I saw it. Uh, about three weeks ago, finally. Well, here, here, here's the thing about I just bought the Blu-ray yeah, you ultimate cut, me about that. the yeah. ultimate cut, it's which beautiful. is like almost four hours long. That's the way to see this movie with the the is greater edited in with the whole thing. It, it, don't do it in one setting. Just take an afternoon and sit down and watch it. I, get up and make a sandwich, and then sit down and watch it. Get up and have a drink, and then sit down and watch it. The That's little the things way like to enjoy it. the I, fact that I the put news... it on my top ten. Also, I, yeah. I thought Jackie Earl Haley just. Killed it. He was well, just and going amazing. And watching the director's cut, it was kind of like for me when I I hated Return of the King, but I loved Return of the King, the director's cut, and, and the Two Towers the same way. I thought that, the, and this was one of those ones where when they add the death of Hollis Mation and they add those scenes, they add to the film. Yeah, see, I got to see that one. Just just um, the cuts of the newsstand. That, yes, uh, you know. Oh, that, that helped. They, little, they didn't even moments. show that until the end of the little original moments, cut, and that's what it means. Uh, number six for me was Up in the Air. Again, I I think oh. it's a, a brilliant film. I I it literally shook me. Well, I just went, and we all and we all want to be Clooney. 
in, in this movie, oh, you know when what? you see Vera Farmiga's butt, you'll really want to be George Clooney. By the way, no. I had an argument with Danny about that. They never showed her face in that shot. Yep. They only showed the butt. I say it's a butt double. It is a butt double. I read in uh, an Done. interview. Done. Hi, wing. Done. <laughs> all right. I hope um, you got something good out of it. Number seven yeah. is Up, which we all know. Yeah. Why. You cry like a little girl. Yes. God damn you, Pixar. First I, five I, minutes. I say, I say it's their best uh I would agree. Film they've ever done. I, 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 I thought agree. it was going to be hard to top Wally. Are you, are you agreeing or disagreeing? I'm disagreeing. Well, why? The Incredibles yeah. is their best movie. They've Thank ever. you. Well, I the disagree. I, and Wally, I, for me, it's it's yeah. these three just tie. These, those three movies Although tie. Toy Story Argue, too. Arguing, Toy Story uh, arguing Pixar though is is kind of kind of tough because I mean it even is. Bugs Life we just rewatched that last week oh, on, on Blu-ray, which well, is uh, you know how old is that movie? Was that Ratatouille? I just picked up Monsters Inc. Oh, on, bla- on yeah. Blu-ray. See, I forgot yeah. about Ratatouille. Ratatouille, Great Monsters Inc. Yeah. Finding Nemo. The only the only Pixar that I really didn't care for was Cars, and I still yeah, enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. and it was still okay. Yeah. I, it was just Larry the Cable Guy that ruined it for me. That was about. <laughs> you asshole! He's so funny. Um, <laughs> all right, anyway, we're taking forever. Number eight. Me and him did the same thing. Number eight. I did a Zombieland slash Drag Me to Hell. Yes, because they were they good. Were, they were genre bending enough, but they were also two of the best horror movies of the year yes. that made me laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, number nine, again, I, I haven't seen a lot, and so I kind of was I was searching, I was scrambling. Um, number nine for me, just because it was so fresh on my mind, was Sherlock Holmes. I really dug Sherlock. I Holmes. haven't had a chance to see it. Yet. I haven't seen it. It's I, fun. I, it's fun, and and you know what? I like it. I like it for the fact that the rumor that I heard was that uh, with uh, Brad Pitt. Pitt playing Moriarty, and he yep. was uh, yeah, and there was. Uh, I, I like well, what he did. And, spoiler it. Is he there? Don't know. You, you, you see, never see Moriarty's face. You just see the, him in the background. And right? I, not until you know who Moriarty And see, that's the thing. Is not until you know who Moriarty is. And, and I went, oh, I should have listened to the voice yet. <laughs> and I was just, it was it was great. I liked it. Um, and then number 10, just because of what it accomplished, I put The Hangover. because. See, I was going to say. Hangover's in there, yeah. I love The Hangover. Yeah. My top movies are. Yes. This year. Are the movies that I, I actually saw movies more than once in the theater. This year, which has not happened in a long time. I saw The Hangover, I think, three times. Mm. Really? Mm. Uh, Star Trek, Zombieland, and uh, um, Drag Me to Hell. I only saw District 9 once. Would Um, you throw that on your list, though? Oh, totally. Uh, Another movie I'd throw on there that I just recently saw was uh, Taken. Mm. Loved it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Would you put Bastards or... uh... I haven't seen it yet. Oh. So... Um, and I'd also put uh, the men who stare at goats. Really, I want to yeah. see that so bad. Well, I enjoyed men. I thought that was a very. No, good I think movie. it was the uh, as I said on my Facebook, it's the best uh, Star Wars movie that uh, <laughs> Ewan McGregor's ever been in. By the way, I did, I did have some honorable mentions, and I will say that this was a year for for honorable mentions. And I ha- I don't think anybody can walk away from from talking about movies this year and not put a big honorable mention to the folks who did Paranormal Activity, a movie that cost fifteen thousand dollars and has oh, made yeah. over a hundred. Million. Whether you like it or not, you got to admire that. You got to admire what it did. Um, Also, like just some like the Cove was on mine, and uh, this great documentary called "It Might Get Loud," Mm -hmm. which was brilliant. And um, and then you know what? Just because the balls on the guy, I put Bruno on there as an honorable mention because that was pretty. (laughs) Really? It's on a lot of worst lists. Bruno is. I I thought it was ballsy. And cloudy with a chance of meatballs. I love cloudy with a chance. I've heard a lot of good things about that. All right. uh, So here is Quentin Tarantino's list. Let's see. Uh, number eight, an education. Number seven, precious. No, nope. which I just have no desire to see. I saw it, and it is. I could. I I leaned over. And I know this is gonna. This is gonna be the word. I will say the quote I said. Okay. I just I leaned over, and as and as a thirty-three year old white male, I just went. I don't care about this little black boy. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, dear. Because you know what? There is literally no white people in the movie, mm-hmm. and the ones that are is Mariah Carey, and who knows what she is, and they don't talk about anything. <laughs> All it is is like, oh, I had two babies, and my okay. daddy raped me, and I'm poor, Carey. and now I got AIDS, and it's like, Remember. I just went, but this doesn't affect me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm an asshole, but I just went, I, this doesn't affect me at all. I don't care. And, and by the end of it, I was like, okay, so your life sucks. Why do I have to know about it? <laughs> 
I'm just, you I don't like I'm movies like home. that either. You realize I, I'm going to go home and sit in front of my giant television and watch a Blu-ray movie that costs more than you made in a month, and that's all I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm literally going to go tomorrow at Best Buy and spend more money than you've seen in your life, precious, and I don't care. Wow. And maybe to me, that's what, you know, oh, it's stunning film, and it touched so much about it. No, it doesn't. Get the hell. Go get a job. You're 16, you have two kids, you're fat, and you have AIDS, and your life sucks. Go to the gym and stop. I don't care. I don't. I was so Whoa, bored. Jeez. And I took my sister and my wife, and they yeah, were they were, they were literally they so were stunned, they were like this movie. I was like, this movie's so boring. Will it end? And at one point, I looked at my watch and I said, this has got another hour. What else is she gonna do? What the, what possibly else can she do? Oh, and it was it was it was horrid. Horrid film, and I understand. Great performances, Monique. She yeah, she, she no, she oh, she is great baby, in it. My baby, I, I let my baby get raped, and I let my baby, the man, he hurt my baby, and I hurt. I, I don't care. I think everybody's I just. Care. I think everybody's just impressed that she's she, doing a good when uh, she was job. Doing that, she was. The, the thing is, is it's like, oh, I have to watch her do that while wearing a skin tight sweat outfit Ooh. that nobody wants to see. Oh, it's horrid. I don't oh, even. God. I don't even know I anything hope, about. I this hope there's movie. a sequel to Precious where it's five minutes long and she goes, "Oh, my AIDS killed me," and then the babies are given away to adoption, and then you just go, "Oh, that's your life. Sorry." Whoa. And about- that's it. Pre- Precious two. It's six minutes long. She just dies, and the babies. <laughs> Well, living in this, dumps one well, in the dumpster. Well, and that's if, the end of the thanks movie. For, thanks for letting me know she does not die at the end. Why don't you just yeah, make... Thanks. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You know what? At, I was so turned off by the movie at one point when she found out she had AIDS. I went, well, at least she'll lose weight. That's oh. what I said. That's how much I hated this film. Put that put that down on when he makes the enemy list, too. Oh, okay. Marcus Comedian Marcus care. at Hotmail.com. Marcus doesn't care about little black girls. Yes. No, she wow. wasn't little. She was 900 pounds. She was, <laughs> She's hardly oh. little. She was, a, uh, she was like a black hole a, sucking the life out of it. Wow, Jesus! It's called the sequel. Drag Precious to Hell. <laughs> Drag Precious to Hell. Oh, oh! Can you imagine that? That movie should have been called Where the Wild Things. Wait are. a second. Can I just point out that you made an incredible emotional connection to this movie? Oh, it's wow. a connection of, it's a connection of <laughs> hatred. <laughs> but I have never seen well, you this passionate about anything. I don't understand why people want to see movies that just make them that's, feel like that's, shit. That's why I'm not like, going. I, yeah. at first, when that movie. Okay, I don't know if anybody's seen The Road. But everything I read about it, I, I read, read the book. It was it was the most depressing. Like, I read, I, and I kept turning the pages, waiting for something to be less bleak. And I, I, I was, I read stupid. a review where the guy was like, "And at the end of the movie, I could actually hear the projectionist sobbing." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Well, fuck that! What the fuck? Am well, I just going to go see this, that? This, that sounds like my about, life. That's what I do in my bathroom. Well, I'm this, not gonna, is, this is my wife here. Uh, we're, we're driving. We're driving around thinking of something to do last Sunday. And she says, "Well, let's go see the road." I heard that's oh, really no. good. I said, you know, and you guys know my wife, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. You think about my wife sitting through the road. She would have died. Oh, died halfway thinking, through it. People would drown in the theater for yeah, the she years. Would've, she would have stood in front of traffic. Well, well not, dehydration. Not from, to, I'm, I'm sorry that but, I, I... No, no, started. you're fine. I but, but there's I a point there. I love you. Because my list this year... I, and what my favorite? Okay, do you want to know why I hate people who email me? <laughs> Which was Pierce at Desnews because they're idiots. I'm sorry. Not all. Oh, there they go. There, here it's except happening. For, I, I wrote except for the ones I, except for the ones that listen to this. This show. is true. But, uh, otherwise, I write my list and I make it very clear that this is a list of shows that I personally like. Yes, favorites. It is not. It might. It's you know. I I even said this is my. Think of this as the. Um, uh, so you think you can dance of your end lists. I'm not saying it's the <laughs> well, best yeah. dancer, it's the favorite. And that's, and that's and why people I don't, I argue don't with should... me over what my favorite shows are. Yeah. But well, I don't think you should number them. I think that's what happens I is that people I think go, so. well, oh, yeah, but well, you, you know, we all have things we have to do. But that's why I put Glee number one. I know Glee is the I best. I love Glee. I know Glee isn't the best show on uh, TV, but it's the one I have the most sir. fun watching, so. I think Bullshit, sir. I gave up on it. I'm bored by it. I love it. But that like doesn't it. mean anyway, anything. My, my pants feel tight. I'm wildly it. entertained by it. All right. So okay. Quentin yeah. Tarantino continues. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. Okay. See, so precious like this girl, you know. Okay. So. No, I don't care. Uh, observe and report. What? He liked. Hmm. I haven't I, seen it. Which I was bored by. Yes. Apparently I, he likes I, to watch small penises. I sat down <laughs> and watched. I got 30 minutes in and I went, I don't care. Maybe it's because I don't relate to being a. Does mall anybody cop? else remember know. that Quentin Tarantino was a judge on or a mentor on a, on American, American Idol. Idol this past year? That's Worst true. mentor ever. He That's also true. looks like a giant fetus. I'm mean, songs from the '70s. Uh, it's by this really obscure group. Uh, chocolate, 
Uh, number five, also okay. known as Fury. Did you? I well, chocolate I brought on. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, a, yeah, it's also great. streaming on Netflix if and, you want to uh, check it out. Up in the air. Okay. Here's the one <clears throat> that is going to drive you guys crazy. Funny people. Oh, I ain't seen it. Nope. I, I like. No. The, I liked about the first half. I of told it. you. Yes. If, yes. If, I don't even once, know what it until is. Until he goes to Fresno. Yeah. Un- until he goes to. Uh, or whatever it's called. What, what city was he? Nah. Is it, if, it is, if it is if it is if it is Fresno or as we call it crappity corners that that's the reason why it went to that shit. Movie Nothing made good came out of Fresno. Of too, because I really wanted him to. to, to and his uh, his top two are Drag Me to Hell and Star Trek. Well, there you go. Okay. All right. Oh my God. Maybe he's not completely retarded. Those have popped up on three lists now. Yeah, well, it's going to pop up on four because I don't list them in numbers. Star I, Trek is the greatest movie ever. I just have my list of <laughs> that's, movies that's, that I thoroughly enjoyed this that's year. That's the one sir. I've watched the most this year. And that is the uh, the ultimate cut of Watchmen, uh, Hangover, Drag Me to Hell, Zombieland. I totally loved. Yeah. Uh, District Nine was genius. Up made me cry. Damn you, Pixar! Inglorious <laughs> Bastards was great performances, and Star Trek made me giggle. Well, so, and the thing about you know, Star Trek is, you know, I'm old and I've loved Star Trek since I was a small and child. And you went in with objections. And I went in with objections. But the thing that I love the most about it almost is that my kids like that movie a lot. You know, they're not, they don't love it as much as I do. But for the first time, they, because they're, they're too young to have been even, even like next generation. They're too young for that. You know, next generation's, uh, generation debuted two weeks after my oldest child was born. But, um, they love this movie, and so it's the first time we've had the frame of reference where we all love the same Star Trek. I, I loved that movie for walking out of the screening with you and watching your. You were so mad that you were enjoying it at first. Yeah, just like you I were, was mad. I you was were, mad. You were calling J.J. Abrams names. You were, and then by the time we actually hit sunlight, you were giggling. You were giddy. You were happy. I, and you wanted to see it again. You were. Yes. You're and ready I got to over turn it really quick. And I was. And, and like you said, I had. I had big objections. So. Well, and it's the same thing that you're saying. I I recently um, have been going through like a lot of the films that came out and, and rewatching with Danielle, and she hadn't seen Star Trek, and my, and she's younger than me. She's 22, so yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Good job, that's my boy. Just just not not to grind things to a halt, but that would be the age of my oldest daughter. All but, right, Stink Pierce. <laughs> uh, could have been, could have been. But, uh, but we, I put that in, and again. It, Let's face it. Star Trek isn't necessarily like something that you expect every chick to, you know, go. Oh, oh that's great, God, no. you know. So, I mean, some do, some don't. But, but I put it in, and we literally we watched it. And she was on every emotional beat. She laughed. It was funny. She cried in the first part where the, the debate. And when it ended, she just kind of sat there for a second, and she went, "Wow." And I, I said, "There you go. There you go. You can show that movie to anybody. I don't care who it is. A kid." Uh, uh, your girlfriend, your 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 mother, your grandmother. That's I why I love that uh, the it. commercial. The commercials came out when the DV came out. It's like I couldn't talk about it before. All the I, nerds. I do have well, one bitch about Star Trek that I didn't have until about two thirty this morning. What? Really? Yeah, after seeing the Ruapente scenes mm-hmm. on the on the Klingon prison planet. Oh, I in the, think in they the should. I think they should have left it in I because yeah. Eric Bana. And then the other thing they said that uh, they actually had in the original script that Eric Bana's character didn't actually speak until they captured Spock. That he had like this this bow of silence and he was such a badass. So all the scenes they showed of Nero on the prison planet where he's just there's he's there's there's a clip of like seven huge Klingons and they don't want to go anywhere near him because he's such a badass. I, I and, would agree. And, of course, Victor Garber. I mean, I wanted to see, even though you don't see his face, Victor Garber is a Klingon interrogator. I, I would have loved to see just, I mean, it's only two minutes of film. They could have cut They well, could have cut Scotty in the water hamster tube. There you go. And left the prison planet in. Well, okay. Jeff, Jeff but, has said, and Jeff but, is right, that, yes. that it's not a perfect movie. It yep. has a weak villain. And the whole, and actually they he's never. A, he's a placeholder. Villain, and they really. never explain how the mining ship became this big monster ship. Yes. Okay, but, well, but, unless but, you read the comic books. Well, unless you read I mean, the comic a, books. There's a lot of those, too. Like, the fact that he gets banished to the one planet in the entire galaxy and he happens to land 100 yards from Spock. I mean, That's fate! You know, I mean, you can say that. <laughs> but at the same time, I never... This is the thing about that movie. You didn't care. I never cared. There you go. Yeah, I never exactly cared. And I think that's the difference in a world with a movie done with amazing special effects and characters that were done with CG. Uh, also, if you want to connect with something, you connect with something. Exactly. And, and, Lee, I should mention this. The reason those scenes aren't in Star Trek is because they ran out of money and also because of the writer's strike. Yeah, he said. Really? He's, he actually said, yes. I watched it with the commentary, and Abrams said, they're showing the scene where the interrogators are walking up to get um, Nero while he's smashing rocks. 
Oh, there's the scene before that where they're showing all the prisoners oh, right, out in the right. yard and they're all digging and mining and doing their stuff that they did in the in Star Trek Six. And he said the hardest part about it was they had to overdub everything because in the background of every shot you could hear the writers screaming, "We want Shatner," over and over and over again. <laughs> so the hard part was is the three of them that were on the set were also writers, so they felt like they had to go and and shout, "We want Shatner too" while they were shooting. Right. Well, we're going to wrap this up with Star Trek making a uh, another. Top ten list. Actually, it's number one in the most pirated movies <laughs> on BitTorrent. Shame on you. Eleven million downloads. Shame How could you on watch you that on your computer? Oh, and I see another one of the movies it. that I love this year uh, on this list. Uh-huh. Rock and Rolla. Great movie. Loved it. I love that. Yeah. That was. Yeah. How did I forget about Rock and Rolla? Well, because it was last year. Let me just give you the quick. Oh, they're, they're, they're wrong. Oh, it, it was, was last 2008. Yeah. That's right. Let me just quickly give That's you the, the, the pirated films because we do have to take a break. Star Trek: Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, Rock and Rolla, Hangover, Twilight, District Nine. Harry Potter and the on Half-Blood Prince, State of Play, X-Men Origins, uh, Wolverine, and Knowing were the ten most pirated films. I'm, I'm amazed how much shit people give the Harry Potter movies, but that last movie was bleak. Good. It was good. It, it was, was funny, uh, too. Yeah, it was very funny. All right. Um, and uh, one last movie that I totally loved quickly. is actually one you gave me, Carrie. Uh, towards the start of the year, it's called All Day Sucker, and I'd like to thank you very much for that. That was a good one. Yeah. And, and I have a very <laughs> small part in it. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Jake the Computer Guy from PC Laptops. It seems that every ad we hear on the radio is talking about the cheapest computer in the world. I think big box stores have forgotten the most important thing. You, the real live human being. We all want the best quality, a great price, and most importantly, solutions, not excuses. We're all sick of the bait-and-switch advertised specials. As consumers, we're more educated than ever. That's why PC Laptops is the only place to buy or fix your computer. You get a lifetime parts and labor warranty on Every new desktop we sell. No one else does that. If anyone tries to sell you an extended warranty, just say no and run to PC Laptops. We're having our mega 2010 ultra blowout sale with up to 50% off the original prices. Isn't that gnarly? So get in any one of our nine locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE. That's 1-877-596-7283. Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you. Well, you know, uh, GeekShowPodcast.com owes an awful lot to Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 2043 East, 3300 South, in Salt Lake City. They have a, a website, I believe, don't they, Zach Shutt? They do, DrVolts.com. You wouldn't have anything to do with that, would you? No. Okay, just checking. Uh, when you are there, say hi to Dave. He is the friendly guy. There's the key, friendly guy behind the counter. Uh, there are comic book stores. We've talked to people all the time in their various cities where you go in and you're not exactly met with a friendly face. And if you're a first-time comic buyer, that could be kind of scary. Uh, yeah, you could be scared away by those people. But Dave is very, very friendly and will help you with whatever you need, whatever you're looking for, whether you're just a one-time buyer or if you are a hardcore fanatic like myself. <laughs> Get a hold. It's called a hold at Dr. Bolt's. They will be able to uh, pull all the titles that you want and you don't have to worry about them selling out. Well, that works out very well. Plus, you get a 10% discount with your hold at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South, Marvel, DC, Independence, one of the largest selection of independent comics uh, in the uh, in the state, as a matter of fact. So go and see them. Go see Dave at Dr. Volt's uh, Comic Connection and tell them Geek Show says, hey. And we're back. Oh, jeez. Thank God. And Marcus has taken a Xanax. I I seriously have not heard the term hate fuck thrown around so many times in a five-minute break. It was during the commercials. Uh, You guys hate fuck, hate fuck, hate fuck. I'm exhausted by... by (laughs) Just watching Marcus's passion. It got really bad. (laughs) (laughs) It it got real in here. And by the way, I wanted to say this about Vince Oriucci. Oh, God. I I really don't hate you. But just let the fucking Star Trek thing go already, for the love of God. What the fuck is wrong with you? Or me? everybody's got their Battlestar Galactica, Jeff. How about this? I'm watching Battlestar Galactica, so shut the fuck up. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> How about this? Vince, I'm on the show. Oh, God. I'm on the podcast, yes. and let's. we promise we, we'll won't be, we won't team up on you. I don't promise Wait, that. Wait, we really promise. Um, Although Marcus might try to hate fuck you. That's true. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, Vince. I don't know. Uh, anyway. So anyway, dress up like precious. We yeah, dress like precious and show up. Go down to the welfare. 
I want to be here setting my people back 20 years. That movie offended me as a white person for black people. That's how bad that movie offended me. And we're back. Literally, I was like, who made this? Is there somebody, can the NAACP be involved in this? I, I literally, I hated it no, so but Al, bad. Al you Sharp- think that Nas naming an album the N-word is offensive? This movie is offensive to black people No, but Al, Al Sharpton is on the phone and would like to speak with you. <laughs> Al, please go. Get Precious on a treadmill and tell her to quit representing your communities. Because that movie was terrible. Precious, go down to the welfare. No, get a fucking job, Precious. And get on a treadmill and, you know what? Yeah, you got AIDS. Okay, well, just don't get raped. Well, <laughs> don't get you raped. Know, I can speak from experience. Easier said yeah. than done. Oh, All God, right. I'm sorry. You know what? Anybody the views wants, presented by Marcus the Comedian are not the, necessarily the views the of the I'm Geek Show right podcast. Now, go ahead, but don't do it if you haven't seen the movie. I'll, I'll take your phone call. I don't care. But don't do it if you haven't seen the movie. Unless you've seen the movie and you honestly feel like you can defend that film as a as as a as a film connoisseur or as a person of any color, I don't care what it is. It has nothing to do with race. Unless you're an Eskimo, then you have terrible, a fucking common. <laughs> yeah, film that's right. That was just completely just. <laughs> well, uh, well, let's anyway. let's let's go. And I can't believe you actually did the Moose Favre thing before this. <sighs> I'm tall compared to what I was. All right, okay. yeah. All right. Uh, we do have some latest news. Okay, sorry. <laughs> We're all kind of scared of Mark. Let's talk about I a. Need, uh, I need to stop. Calm down. I feel right. closer to him. I love you. I still love I you. Do. You couldn't really be any closer to him. I uh, love Oh, I could. Let's 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 go to. <laughs> but, but then he might hate fuck me. Let's go to a uh, beautiful black woman, okay. Zoe Saldana. Love you. Hmm? Uh-huh. Love you, kiddo. Uh, she is uh, signed up now to uh, uh, play the. Uh, now, do you guys know this comic book series? This uh, the, yes, losers? the losers. The losers. Yeah. Uh, she is going to be in it as Aisha. A badass loose cannon on a team of intelligence operatives. She, that character is awesome. She's completely lethal, yep. she says, with uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Chris Evans, and Columbus Short. And Idris Elba. And Idris Elba? Oh, yes. okay. April of 2010. Idris Elba. <laughs> guy's an awesome actor. All right, so we got that. Um, another comic book, 30 Days of Night. Now, I... It just, or it's it's called Night and Fog. I, I'm calling it Thirty Days of Night and Fog because it sounds like every movie that we've ever seen uh, before, set in World War II. Uh-huh. Are there dinosaurs? This I wish. The story revolves around an infectious mist unleashed on a military base that so transforms its it transforms its victims to preternatural creatures of the night. But when the survivors try to kill them, they adapt and change into something even more horrific and unstoppable. Uh, planet, planet Terror. Planet Terror, Planet Thir- Terror 30, 30 Days, days of, of night. night, The Mist. The Mist. So, uh, that's, uh, you know, just because it's a comic book, Hollywood, doesn't mean you have to buy it and make it. No. And yes. it, it doesn't make it good. Unless it's Amazing Man, then that needs to be made. Amazing Man? Amazing Man. <laughs> sorry, that's like from the 80s. Now, is it, is it just, I mean, we're talking about, you know, crappy ideas for vampire movies, but this Daybreakers movie looks kind of... Yeah, what the hell is that about? That just came out of nowhere. Yeah, you're exactly is. yeah they're not pre-screening it, and apparently it blows oh. ass. Okay. It's, well, it, well it, it looks cool. It was filmed, apparently, a couple of years ago. Yep. I have an art- shelf that whole yeah. time. There is a directly a movie that Jeff and I are excited about. What's that? Just going into production, isn't it? Uh-huh. Dark Shadows. Uh, we've, we've had this talk. I was bored <laughs> by, by Dark way, Shadows when I was a kid. I hate to be the one to bring this up, but I, I read... Uh-huh. Um, I think it was over at Ain't It Cool that they were doing the top ten most anticipated. And yeah. he put uh, Eclipse on there. And he said, now hear me out. And he said, the director. And I forget who the director is of that film, but apparently he's uh, he's actually fairly respected. For the third Twilight. Yeah. That's the guy who directed 30 Days of Night, yeah. David Slade. And David Slade. And they he's said trying he's to make going a horror movie. for a full horror. And the cast is like, well, no, we want to be pretty and kiss. This and is Dark Shadows. No, but I, and I, 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 I hope... That he basically takes over and goes, you don't like it, and get out. I'm going to make a horror movie. I'm going to make a movie about vampires. That same list got me excited about Let Me In too, because he announced who the uh, the cast of the kids and that's going to be. Yeah. From the, road and the kid from the road and the girl from from uh, from Kickass and, and, and from Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yeah. By the way, you guys. Oh, and the I, guy I who directed Cloverfield. I found this out. Do you guys know how Twilight ends? Yes. Yeah. Do, do, do no. you know? Spoiler. You know, the books, I mean, the books are out there. You, so. I found this, this is so awesome. How does this it end? Is, this is how it ends. I have no idea. This is, I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. This Let is, me guess. This is on, Let no, me you guess. Don't, no, you won't. Guess. No, you don't. You'll, you'll have never fucking guess. Dude. I had to call my daughter and go, is this real? Yeah. 
she lets Edward Biden. No, no, no. And no she no, becomes whoa, 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 whoa. a Draculia. No, no. Wait, no. They get married. <laughs> they get real. married. And yep. they go off to we, a, a tropical island. Mm-hmm. Yes, because why wouldn't the Draculas own oh, yeah. a, a tropical, tropical island? island. They and do. they scuba dive and they run on the beach and he sparkles in the sunlight. And then, because they never have, she begs Edward to do it. Enter her home. And he goes, married. I can't do that because I'll lose control. And she goes, please, Edward, just bang me. And he says, fine. And he fucks her unconscious. He beats yeah. the shit out of her and basically fucks her till. And she goes, and because Bella, why wouldn't she? Yeah. A victim that she is. She, well, goes, she is an emo Let's check. do it again. So he basically fucks her to almost death. In the process, gets her pregnant. Uh-huh. Now it gets better. Yeah. The baby, <laughs> Draculas can't have babies, right? Because why wouldn't a ninety-year-old dead man have viable sperm? He hey. then <laughs> he then gets her pregnant, but the baby, being half vampire that it is, starts to grow fast and kicks Bella's ass from the inside of her body, basically is paralyzing her and 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 making her you know bedridden. So the baby starts trying to tear out of her womb. So it's Ed- alive. So Edward, in effort to save her, gives her a C-section with his teeth. Oh my god! <laughs> That's like when Lestat got super powerful. From I'm the not period kidding. Yeah. He gives her a C-section with his teeth. Yeah. Then takes the baby out. Now Jacob, the werewolf, the, the wolf boy, who has apparently wait, wait, we got we, we got to say that at this point, in order to save Bella, then this is where she's turned into a vampire. Yes, right. But oh. Jacob is there for the birth. For some reason, and oh, we should. Well, okay, go ahead. He was waiting for the they placenta. Become friends. I guess at some point Edward actually <laughs> asked Jacob to yes. try to get her pregnant. Kind of so, yeah. like, all right. Like a, he had anyway, to chew so through the umbilical. So he is, the baby no, comes out. He's, he's he a midwolf. He's a midwolf. He turns her into a, 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 a Draculia. Jacob, who now goes, oh, Bella's a Draculia. I can't love her. She's he bites sees her. the baby mm-hmm. and falls in love with yes. it. Yes. yes, he imprints himself on a vampire baby. And falls in love with the baby. Now, we have learned earlier that the werewolves do imprint themselves on people, and it has, and there was actually, they talk about in the book earlier that, that someone essentially stayed the oh, same age. A werewolf falls in love with a vampire baby! Who waiting gives a for shit? the baby to grow up. falls in love with a vampire! That is some pervy Stephanie shit! Stephanie Meyer yeah. just went, oh my god, wouldn't this be amazing if a werewolf fell in love with a vampire baby? It's not bad, oh, it's not bad enough that you got a hundred and fifty. And then, then she went, and she just, oh my god, and she went and. But the like, bad vampires are the, the, the boss vampires evil ones from Italy. Are yes. they pedophiles there, too? There's a, there's a vampire edict against making children into vampires. And they see this child they see this child believing that they have made a child into a vampire because he's, she's still growing very fast so she becomes a small child. They The bad vampires from Italy come over to kill all the good vampires And then there's a fight. And then the books end and Stephanie Myers went to her young women's meeting. Yep. It's just Dude, absurd. It's, it's, it's and, crazy. And, and, and I'll say this right now. It's Mary Miss class. It's okay. so stupid. Okay, but, but, but here's the thing is that we keep hearing about how wonderful the, the Twilight story, books yeah. are for teaching chastity. Right. What does it say about once you finally do have sex? You're punished. You're yes, it's exactly yeah. right. I still say or that it hurts. But that's, that's the best. That's how all so vampire stories go. Or, or how about, yeah, basically it's saying, um, how about this? Uh, you know, save it. Save it for when you're married. And then it's horrible. But just accept, and then it's, and then yeah. yeah, and then, then just horrible. accept if if you get raped unconscious, and that's you know that's love, baby. And and you know what's the funny thing is, is that I love the idea that within one or two times of having sex, she's impregnated by Edward's well. dead sperm. As a person who was trying to have a baby, it's fucking hard as shit. <laughs> I felt like the, I was like in the Spartans, like I'm like sperm, you know, trying to get through the walls of fallopia. Well, it, it was sounds horrible. Like it, it sounds <laughs> like I'm gonna go see the last one. I, 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 I cannot wait for that movie. And you know is what? There, I guarantee is, that Taylor Lautner fall is like shirtless. Oh, there's placenta on my shirt. I must tear it off so that I may receive this baby. I want to mention that I'm wearing jean isn't, shorts like a never nude. Oh. Jeff, isn't there talk of making the last book into two movies? Yes. I hope so. I love I this hope baby. That it is, I literally can't understand that all of these people who love this movie have have read them and goes, oh, that's okay. No, it's not. It's so fucking bad. It's so like I literally called my daughter and I just went, "Is this really how it ends?" And I described it just like I did to you. And she goes, "Um, yeah." And I go, 
Really? He didn't and fuck her unconscious, Daddy. Cares. He made love to her unconscious. Well, <laughs> they do that, yeah, it, but it's not. It, he doesn't really describe it. I'm like, but isn't that the outcome? Isn't yes. that essentially what they're saying? Yes. She goes, well, yes. And I go, this is terrible. He sticks his wiener in her with great force, the for- and then she falls into unconsciousness. Sex is punishment. In the yeah. fourth book, at least there's, like, action, though. Because, seriously, in the first three books, this is what happens. Wait, it's, is the it's, action it's, the part where she gets screwed hundreds unconscious? Of pages, it's hundreds of pages of buildup, and then just as something's going to happen... Bella becomes unconscious. So kind of like dating, and a then she chick. wakes up, and they talk to her later and tell her what happened. So it's da- it's like dating Stephanie Myers, a Mormon chick. I, it's I, hours I, and hours of buildup, and just when you think you're going to get some, she goes to bed. I dated a few Mormon chicks, and that wasn't my experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you might. Okay, I'm not going to do it. I've already offended black people, black people, and Mormon chicks, and I, Eskimos. It wasn't. They, people just misinterpret me. <laughs> yeah. Don't make people. Nobody it was not understands. racially based. I'm just worried. I'm just worried that you're gonna hate fuck Stephanie Myers. Now. I would hate fuck the shit out of Stephanie Myers. I would fuck that chick until her next book was called I'm Bowlegged and I like it. I would literally. I would teach her things. I would teach her things, and she would never write another story that I would. Oh, she'd I, wake. Oh yes. She'd so, wake up. Uh, she'd wake up afterwards. Stephanie, oh, you what know happened? what? I have permission. I don't care. My wife would watch me do it. Yep. Do you wow. I don't care. You call me Stephanie Myers if you ever want to learn now, now, what, what real men are. Is, like. is Bella continuing? <laughs> real men don't listen. Is, is Bella actually uh, still paralyzed from the waist down after face. the... Hey, yeah, is, is Bella Contact. still paralyzed from the waist down? No, no it's because she's, she's a vampire. No, she's, she comes back because she's, she's a Draculia. Yeah. <sighs> I just wanted to see Bella in a wheelchair. Just moping oh along. If she's not bad enough when she's just... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she'll she'll be rolling with one hand, tugging her hair with the other. Yeah, hand. biting her lip. I love you. The uh, and, and the werewolf's uh, trying to mount her daughter. She's hit it with a with a newspaper. Oh, bad, dog. <laughs> bad dog. Bad dog. Bad dog. Bad dog. Honey, just let him finish. They should let us make the movie. <laughs> oh my God! Oh. Jacob, See, I, I had, want to direct this movie. I had no idea. That's I thought Twilight it was. Ends. I thought it was just going to be so boring as to they get married and she becomes a no, 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 no. There's no. a there's a C-section with vampire teeth. That happens. I couldn't fucking make this up. If I had tried to invent a scenario for that movie to end, I couldn't have done it as good as this and, whacked and, and out Rice is sitting basket. there. Stephanie Myers. <laughs> yeah. and Anne Rice is sitting there in Louisiana oh, going, God, why didn't I think of that after the period blood? You know what it is? I think it's this. I think that not knowing what it feels like to ever come is probably a good way to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What are you doing over there, Scott Perry? I, I guarantee he's having you having a nervous breakdown. Myers, this is Stephanie just, Myers. This is, this if is, Stephanie is, Myers had ever had an orgasm, she know, books would have turned out entirely all, different. All I heard was tapping over there. He's getting ready to explode. Oh, I, if you get out, your, that's what I was worried about. That he was getting ready to explode. Oh, don't. You know, it's oh, just okay. you get your uh, voice found the point at which Marcus has caused me to start having I just, I think this is wonderful. I love every moment of this. This, this could. Quite possibly be my favorite show. Again, we got uh, the dirty comedian Marcus at I love this yes. man. I do. Buy his DVD. <laughs> Buy my, this, I, I'm just going to film a new one. It's called Rant. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Swank just sitting in the corner. And he just goes, "What about this?" And I go, "Oh fuck yeah! What about that? Fuck are you? Are you kidding me? And it's just me ranting." And I, I'll bring you towels. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit! Fucking goddammit! What's a towel? I'll be laying on the floor going like this. <laughs> you know, I just can't go any further. Done. We just I, Pier- that. Pierce had a stroke. <laughs> Sorry, I just, we gotta go. I'm old. Stop, stop this. Well, well, in that case, I want to talk about a couple more of my favorite things in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we call him the master oh, of the I segue. Seen my uh-huh. Oh, okay. I'm crying oh, over here. I, I, I got to poop. <laughs> Wait, let, we'll what? do that next next episode. We call it boom boom. Okay, all right. Uh, what do you what? No, what do you got? Oh, oh. Um, my favorite album of the year. Mm-hmm. A folk alt alt country album from a former hardcore singer, Chuck Reagan. Hmm. Uh, this is called Gold Country, and he makes the transition. Very smoothly. What band was he in? As opposed he, he, to what's was, happening on the show right he, now. He was, he was in the band Hot Water Music. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and my favorite comic book by far of 2009, Darwin Cook's adaptation of The Hunter by Richard Stark. Really? This, this, well, it's been made into a movie a couple different times. 
Scott Pierce has got the giggles. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, um, it was made into Point Break with Lee Marvin and also Payback with Mel Gibson. Oh. But the real book itself is way more harsh and unrelenting than they possibly could be. All right. Darwin Cook. God I'm bless sorry, you. Comic. I, don't, I hate you, Scott Pierce. I'm glad you're gone for three weeks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. Uh, all right. I just want to show that I'm not such a bad guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me redeem Hold myself on. at the end of the show. Hold on. Can, can, can I, I can't wait to see this. Can, can, can I, I adopted this, this child. Can I name this episode? Misinterpreting Marcus. <laughs> I, I was calling it Geek Shawl, but uh, all right. Oh God. Mm. This. I, I just saw this and I and I thought of you and. Uh, it's, it's just dumb. Oh, thank you. I it's a poor boy. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see. What is it? What is it? It's a precious action figure. <laughs> no, but if if, uh, if somebody could get to making one of those, I would. I'll, I'll have one by the next. Oh. Weighs seventeen pounds. Oh, oh it's a hoodie. I think oh God! Oh, I thought it was a Captain put, America put it, slanket. Put it on. It's a hoodie, but look look at the hood. Oh, fuck off! Put it on. Put it on. All I right. gotta say, yes. I'll put it on. This is, uh, yeah, I, this is... Now, see, now I wish I would have brought the, uh, I forgot my awesome, uh... I'll, I'll put mine on. Okay, because I have a Batman, one of these what Jeff's putting on that my kid got oh. both of us. Ah, this, this is a visual for the podcast. Actually, I ordered you one of those, and it never came. What? <laughs> now put the hood on. Put the hood on. All right, let me zip it up here first. Come on, Steve. Get on the get no, on the I'm, stick, Steve. I'm Bucky Cap. I could never there, be Steve Rogers. No, there's no way that, that there's no rubber ears on that. There's no rubber ears, but there are ears, sir. <laughs> I like to pull it back down <laughs> so it picks. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> He's reborn. I think I saw you at Walmart buying some DVDs the other day. I am Captain America reborn, everyone. <laughs> be good. Pay your taxes and go to war. All right. Uh, anyway, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. This is what? <laughs> I don't know. Smiling like Spidey serious. down on that end is pretty good. Uh, thank you very much, sir. neighborhood I want to do some mocap and actually splice you two in these costumes Seriously, into Marvel like Ultimate Alliance. I like that could make like it the, the League of Retards over here. <laughs> Hey, Count, let's go and save the world. Meanwhile, back in special ed. <laughs> whip, whip. Get into, get into short Captain quintet. America and Spider-Man are going to the zoo. They're going to pet a donkey. Then there's like teeny tiny Quinjet. <laughs> the bad guy's just a guy who throws mean or math spend, problems at him. Okay. <laughs> can't, I can't. You got to watch this part. I know of America. I love you. Oh my <laughs> I can't. All right. All right. Uh, we need to thank our you know Sponsors. people. People actually paid for this show. You're kidding. Terribly <laughs> sorry. I gotta hear who just. Uh, first of all, <laughs> first of all, our our apologies to Doctor Volt's comic connection. <laughs> Twenty forty three East, thirty three hundred South. Uh, get a hold with Dave, and uh, he'll he'll save you stuff like this. Add the League of Retards, number one. <laughs> League of Retards is an excellent comic. <laughs> Very good comic. We need to make it. <laughs> I like it. The, the, the lion is missing from the zoo. <laughs> Somebody throw my bike. <laughs> I can't tie my shoes. I feel ill. Oh. Can the entire soundtrack be done by the kid from uh, 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 Corky from uh, Life oh, yeah. Goes On's band? Do, 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 do. Oh. Now, he'll be our Professor Xavier oh. of the show. Hey, everybody, uh, with it. Just, when you, thought, doing, oh, just, <laughs> just <laughs> when you thought we couldn't be any less politically good. I know. So and, and then you could go find Steve from Blues Clues. I'm still getting be fired from being a teacher tomorrow. I'm still saying this is my favorite episode. Oh. Uh, let's see. So thank you, Dr. Bolt. Uh, PCLaptops.com. Oh. Dan had nothing to do with this. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Dan, the laptop man, Dan has likes retarded nothing people and crippled vampires. To do with us. Buy a pewter. And precious. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, Comcast is uh, good luck with this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, just saying. 
I'm, the nice thing is you'll only have to watch it in one segment. Hey, it, yes. wasn't, it wasn't me this time. We, hey. didn't, we didn't do it on purpose. Hey, it I, I will just you, say that. Those of you familiar with Watch Instant, you're used to watching the episodes cut up in segments. This will That's only right. be a one-segment show. So, uh, <laughs> Comcast, Comcast Channel 1, Utah on Demand, Around Town. It's they how thought you they find were going to have trouble uh, reviving what about movie NBC. Night? And we will announce movie night on the next episode. Okay, because so, I've got uh, something special I need to do. Do we really want to do the Merchant Ivory show? No. Yes. I don't. I remains of the day. Can I mention uh, one thing that uh, a little project that uh, Swank and I worked on? Yes, please over do. Over the Christmas break. Uh, <laughs> I you. I hate fucked some vampire checks. Well, no. Uh, we got together at Shinebox and we recorded a uh, drunken uh, commentary for the first two Star Wars prequels. Which are available. <laughs> are those movies any better when you're drunk? No. Um, no. So wait, you sync it up to your DVD? And... Yeah, it's kind of like a riff track. Oh, okay, cool. Um, do a commentary for Precious. Yeah, you <laughs> so you oh, can uh, get that. Voice. There's a link to it on uh, our uh, on the forums, which more people should go to. Or just make some people cry. Or just go to bigshinyrobot.com. Big so. All right, that's it. Sorry about that one. Don't apologize. No, it's my never, favorite never episode. Never apologize for anything you're so proud of. It's yep. my favorite episode. I so far. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's good. Good night, <laughs> that everybody. Big, huh? That big forehead on you, Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to take you out for a bike ride. I will stop the terrorists. <laughs> I will stop the terrorists. I've got, a huffy, I've got a huffy coaster bike that you'd look great on. Sitting in the garage. Oh, 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 and you can put a frisbee on the front. Oh, I yeah. hate the way you can actually you can actually get a, a Captain America frisbee at Target for like a buck. That and a Huffy Sweet Thunder bicycle. Let's <laughs> go with a Nazi. He's bad. <laughs> but you let go with that. Why don't you uh, finish finish this episode for us, there, uh, Shannon? Would you eat more ham? Go down to the welfare. <laughs> wait, no, wait. Eat more pig legs. I don't know. Eat more pig feet. <laughs> this before, but the odds of us actually playing a free bird, there are no odds. It's not going to happen. I'll, I'll start with uh, the first reason. We have no idea how to play free bird. The second reason is, in the love bug's national, natural uh, habitat, that, I mean, that would just fucking kill him, wouldn't it? And you wouldn't want that. I mean, he's adorable. He is cute. Thirdly, even if, even if, like, some, you know, pick your deity, whoever came down from the heavens or wherever, the hills, wherever their deity lives, some shit, themselves, and blessed us with the, just this vast knowledge of Freebird and things like, we could play it backwards, we could sing backwards, we could, all that crazy shit, we still just wouldn't do it. If this were the Make-A-Wish Foundation and you were going to die in 20 minutes, right as soon as, uh, you know, like, uh, just long enough to play Freebird, we still wouldn't play it. 
And here's the end reason. The end reason is his life is too fucking short to play or hear Freebird. 